0: listeners for our Quintaugural episode that would be uh because the first episode is inaugural the second is the pentagural because uh second from the beginning or end is always a uh, pent the last would be the out yeah out because now we're out it's the opposite of the in oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. i'm gonna cut cut the fact that i didn't understand that out probably <laughs> when i ended it um it's a it's a gorgeous day today. Suicide squads in theaters, and I know we're all pumped about that. Oh my
1: god, I'm pumped so pumped just to stay at home and not go see it. I am t- mm-hmm. What's the theater? Is this a new I character? Call it the theater. Uh
0: this is the welcome to this is the not Balance Sebastian Club podcast. We didn't say that. This is uh, uh you know, so named because all music is Balance Sebastian, but we can't talk about it. I'm Richard Scooter Rosenthal. I'm Nisap. Dwight. And that's Dwight. He's Dwight this week. So, uh, you know, the aim is simple. Every week, we come up with a theme, and people submit albums, we listen to it, and we try and, we just try and fuck shit up. Just,
1: yeah. Now the theme... Cut that, that wasn't a good improv. I'm just waiting for the bus.
2: (laughs) You guys got 40 cents?
1: Yeah, sure, Dwight. There, it there was Dwight, go. right?
0: There, I have 20. <laughs> just Thanks. literally touched the microphone. Uh, yeah, the,
2: the change touched the microphone.
0: I mean, I, I'm stoked about this episode. We uh, wrapped up the Chili Dog arc on the last episode. Yeah, we got some rap in
1: this episode, and it's not good. That's true. Getting ahead of ourselves. Um, but well, I'm just excited. I was just playing word association. You said rap, so I thought rap.
0: Okay, let's play word association. Rap. Wrapping paper. Christmas.
1: Rap music. Rap. Hip-hop. Okay, Hip-hop. Let's, let's start a new word. Let's start a new word.
0: <laughs> this, know, one's this one's bad.
1: This uh, one's bad. Okay, a Kangaroo. Rap music.
0: <laughs> All right, so our theme this week, guys, is sophomore slump. So, uh, basically... You know, a band has a debut album that maybe people liked,
1: and then uh, they have a second album that maybe people didn't like, you know? And sometimes it's the the critics, and sometimes, you know, the album actually did well, but personally, whichever one of us submitted the album thinks that it was a slump.
0: So, let's jump into it. Uh, The first one that we're gonna listen to is gonna be Weezer Pinkerton. So get into it, guys. Hop on this bus. Get on the bus! It's no, that's not, that's not here yet.
1: That's, I'm going to wait. I was close. Those weren't my words.
2: No, no, no. That's my grandma. Uh,
0: Yeah, I picked this one because it's... Uh, very iconically was seen as a sophomore slump when it came out people really liked uh, the the blue album which I really like too but no I love Pinkerton I'd say it'd be one of my favorites of theirs along with the blue album
2: yeah uh, I've had this album for a while but I uh, gift in the curse of iTunes shuffle is that sometimes you know you just kind of put a a group on Um, I understand listening to it on its own how it's different and could be criticized differently from other weezer albums but it just sounds like weezer to me and i i don't know it sounds like w- everything i like about weezer
1: i think i like it better than the blue album although i've listened to this more and i both of them were new to me this you know past couple weeks well th- different- this past week because we do this weekly yeah well what's different about them is the blue
0: album has to me is a little more playful and uh Pinkerton has a little bit more of an edge. It's a little more personal, a little bit, uh, and it's a little bit darker. Uh, I mean, I started listening to this again when we were doing Dashboard Confessional because when I was reading online about emo albums, people had sort of considered this Weezer album as being emo just because it is about things that were personal to him and were emotional. I like that about it.
2: Yeah, actually, um, I guess in some sense it seems I would say definitely like the Owsley album I submitted also seems to be more of like a personal album than, than his first and same thing with the transplant seems like maybe it's more of a um, since like heavier topics closer to, to what they're trying to talk about um, so like those are all kind of interesting similarities for second albums. Uh,
0: I haven't listened to obviously the Owsley albums as much as I've listened to uh, the Weezer album but I uh, I was researching it, and it seemed like the, his first record was based on his experiences too, though uh, when he was growing up.
2: I guess the, the point I made though is that
0: they um, stray from what
2: where they started into this heavier these heavier topics, these heavier sounds. I think they really like found what they were looking for in these sounds lyrically and musically. Like they just executed it really well, which is cool.
1: And I think I think it's just more uh, cohesive. Then for the... Pinkerton versus Blue album. Yeah, I th- I think the Blue album is a little sloppier. There's the one track in the middle that's kind <clears> of <throat> just like the band bantering over sweater song music. Uh, I think
0: that this album uh, perhaps is the most cohesive of theirs. There's only one other album that I would say that is also cohesive of Weezer's and thematically linked, which is they're actually their most recent album, which is the Weezer White album, <laughs> because that's A thing that has never been done before, and they're allowed to do that, I guess. And since we talked about the Beatles, it's time for Oval D's and Oval Don'ts. (laughs) You know, the the Weezer
2: White Album is actually just the Beatles White Album with the band Weezer screaming, Weezer, Weezer, Weezer,
0: Weezer (laughs) over all the tracks. And that's what I liked about it. I mean, the first time I listened to it, I was like, I don't get it. Obla uh, D just take Beatles songs and scream Weezer over it. Obla don't talk at the movies.
1: That was that was a good example. Uh <laughs>
2: But I I actually found a a website, songfacts.com, specifically the song El Scorcho, I guess was named for... uh... Del Taco's hot sauce, uh, was Del Scorcho at the time, which claimed to be beyond hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's still about relationships. It's just like that one's the silliest song on it. I mean, just because mm-hmm. of the name. Um, I
2: mean,
1: Del Taco is like the epitome of quality food. Out there are here. a couple
2: of nonsense lines in that song too that he apparently they they didn't write. They they stole from an essay that they were reviewing at the time. That just lines I thought lines you're say that they, that were funny. I
0: you were gonna say they stole it from the packets of hot sauce del taco because i think they do have messages on them much like taco bell fact checker <laughs> uh the fact checker this ships later on tonight yeah this one is more personal it's about rivers
1: trying to find different relationships um it's also a commentary on the immediate success the band had from the blue album and dealing with that fame and having these feelings that He needed to get out there that
0: links into the relationships too because there are people who were like, oh, you're a big musician I want to have sex with you and that's why you know The first song is called tired of sex and then also the song cross the sea, which is is almost creepy I mean, it's uh, the main lyric in it is I've got your letter You've got my song and uh it seems like it's about a fan who's across the sea who it sounds like they're in school and they're probably too young to have a relationship with him anyways but he's still like pining for them he's an 18 year old 18 year old -old. well still he was older than 18. one of the main lyrics fact checker
2: fact checker was he older than 18.
0: his shift hasn't started yet
2: yeah i guess the other thing i thought when i was listening to this album all the way through is that none of these really stand out to me as like singles or or super, super recognizable
0: Weezer song. So it's I not think. a hit machine, yeah. yeah. I think you've hit the nail on the head, really, with that lack of hit machine thing. I mean, that's that's why this one wasn't successful, is it's, mm-hmm. that's the main difference, is that the first record was so fun, people could just listen to that one song, and they didn't have to think too much, they didn't have to feel too much. And, and it is good, and it's good in all those respects. It's a great pop record, I think. But um, this one they tried for something different, and it, uh, since it was different, Uh, People automatically hated it. If we were still doing themes uh, as phrases instead of like album ideas, my phrase would have been like, well, not trying that again (laughs) because they basically for 10 years disowned this album. They backtracked a lot and tried to make the poppiest stuff they could. The stuff they made immediately after this is my least favorite. Over time, you know, it's grown a cult following uh, and only recently have they come back to being like, okay, maybe we can just write music that we want. Um, I've heard a lot, and I don't think I've ever heard a Weezer song that I don't like, but... I have Beverly Hills. Sun, Beverly Hills. Oh my god. I don't I don't like I don't Beverly Hills. No, I like that song.
1: Kill me. <laughs> maybe just because it was so overplayed, but I... Yeah. Um,
0: if, if you turn on the, alt- quote, alternative, end quote, radio station around here, you will still hear Beverly Hills and maybe also Island in the Sun every day. It,
2: it doesn't necessarily make the song worse because it's overplayed. I understand that having to hear a song over and over and over again no matter what the song is that is shitty um and i usually don't like what mainstream people throw in my face but i do think that song is has some merit and was well done certain
0: songs last longer for me. There are songs, if they have more complex instrumentation, if they have a better point, a message, or more um, intricate or articulate lyrics, mm-hmm. then I'll be able to listen to it more times. There, there are certain songs that are classics for a reason. And and there are even songs, I mean, there are great classic rock songs that I thought, like, this is amazing, you know, some of the ones that you hear all the time, like, whatever, Stairway to Heaven, etc., etc. I really don't want to listen to Stairway to Heaven anymore, it's been yeah like 20 years you know it lasted maybe like 10 years of hearing it all the
1: time but i was like cool that's a really great song it lasted me 10 years how big is this stairway are we there yet (laughs) i guess more on a song level but i always think about whether an album is a shower or a grower (laughs) you do always say that Mm. i yeah uh, i wish you wouldn't (laughs) i
0: know i know
1: it's
2: Um, (laughs) oh
0: yeah we're on it now wait
2: there was more There was some good trivia on this song. Um, Cuomo swaps out Green Day for a different band live all the time, which is pretty cool. Um, And he's crushing on a cello-playing classmate in this song. The redhead said you shred the cello. Possibly the same girl who left her cello in the
0: basement in Falling for You. Uh, fun facts, sorry, sorry, I was really late today, uh, uh, I did not get the Honda Accord in the divorce, sorry about that, uh, uh sorry, uh, did, did we already do the fun facts? hey uh, we were kind of doing it, but go ahead, go ahead. Uh, 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 uh fun facts, uh, uh, Rivers Cuomo often, uh, swaps
1: out, uh, the band for Green Bay? Uh, that one was already, that, that one was done. Fuck! <laughs> I'm such a fucker! It's alright, man, you can have it. You've had a tough, uh...
2: <laughs> baby, 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 <laughs> baby, you're do too hard I... on yourself.
0: I'm sorry. I'm just a little emotional
1: right now. Why thoi?
0: Sorry, say that again?
1: Why thoi? You're too hard on yourself? Oh,
0: hashtag, why thoi?
1: When you first said that to me, I'm like, why thoy? What? What? <sighs> Thanks. I needed that. <laughs> I, um they
2: stole the line i'm the epitome of public enemy from public enemy's song don't believe the hype
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i knew that i knew that i knew that i know i know i I just wanted to help um jog your because you jogged here so yeah i uh i don't know
1: Uh, the listener can't see me but i am drenched in sweat (laughs) i'm pretty i'm pretty sweat i'm a i'm a i'm a sweaty betty myself you're a sweaty boy (laughs) I um, but I I have a I have an issue I have a sweat issue that the it
0: is it is it is diagnosed by a doctor, uh, and uh, he. They have given me special deodorant that I'm supposed to lather over my entire body because I do sweat out of my face and my arms and my my chest and my back, and it it gives me a very odd uh, color. It turns me sort of this uh, this uh, reddish pinkish salmon color all over my body. It, it gives me very bad side effects, and I... I can't afford to buy the medication right now. Wait, like a
2: pink or like a tan, like a like a pink or a tan.
1: I, I don't understand the question. I got it. That was, that was a choice. Like, was it pink or t- tan? I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just the color. It's pink. I said re- it was pink. You get that rechecked out is all I'm saying. That doesn't sound good.
0: <laughs> well, I can't afford the medication right now, anyways, which is why it's basically, uh, you know, the Nile's not just a river. It's uh, me. I'm the Nile.
2: Oh, is nice. this is just this, this a river that in Egypt?
0: character or is this you? I, uh, uh, what do you mean? It's obviously it's me. It's both. <laughs> yes. And um yeah, am paying child support now. So uh, I, I I don't I don't get paid much to do these facts for this podcast.
1: Uh you're bumming me out. Yeah. Oh, that's like, okay. Like that's a fun
0: facts guy. I mean, we just we just throw him a bone sometimes. <laughs>
2: Cool. And that helps feed his family. Cool. Literal, we,
0: we throw him a bone, which then he trades to a dog, and the dog gives him money, and then he feeds his family with that money.
2: Yeah, he puts the money in their mouths. They're really upset about it. It puts the money in the mouth? Hold up,
0: Is
1: I'm going to get reference? a Swedish sure fish Oreo.
2: Does. Okay, Swedish fish Oreo break.
0: Okay, Uh. uh can I have a, a Swedish
1: fish uh, Oreo? Do we all want one?
2: Well, all of us, but not none for his yeah. family. No, no,
0: no, no, we can't give any to... Try to make more noise with that, please.
1: Oh, did that pick up? It was oh. way over there.
0: Yeah, of course it did. This is probably the poppiest oh, song, right? What is this one called? Pink Triangle. It's
2: probably like the poppiest, like most standout-ish.
0: It is, I think, this one and El Scorcho or maybe the singles they tried for... Hmm. Uh, uh, um, fun fact, uh, the, the singles that they tried... Uh, uh,
1: just can't do it anymore.
0: All right, buddy. Why don't you Why don't you head on home? Here, take a couple cookies with you. No, 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 no. Drop that cookie. Okay, I'm so hungry. Yeah, no, no, no.
2: He's right. No cookies for you. Thanks, thanks for siding with me, man. Yeah, I got you. No, it was easy. I just had to like completely reverse my side in one second. Okay. See you later. Fun fact,
0: guy. Okay. Goodbye. Have a good night. Yeah, I was getting a Oreo. All right, guys. Well, that was Weezer Pinkerton. Uh, next up, we're going to be moving on to Owsley. Uh,
2: yeah, we're going to listen to Owsley uh, the hard way. <clears throat> Owsley's second <clears throat> album.
0: So okay. Slump. We'll see how Owsley slumps it up. Slumpy Dumpty. Slumpty Dumpty.
2: Slumpty Dumpty. Slumpty Dumpty, Slumpty Dumpty. Slumpty Dumpty. Slumpty Dumpty.
0: Currently to Owsley, the hard way. Hot off the presses. Still on the presses, in fact.
1: Would you like to say why you submitted?
2: Uh sure. Yeah, actually, um so this is this is Owsley's second album, uh, as just his own solo stuff. And this one received better critical acclaim. Was actually most most of the things I can find say that you know, in general, it was a more fleshed out, better, more emotional, deeper, well-constructed album. I disagree. I think it's a, a huge step backwards in lyrical complexity and and musical complexity. And what I think makes that first album so strong is a really, really strong connection to pop pop songs, pop rock writing songs. And these are just kind of not... Quite hitting it with that for me, so this one just kind of falls flat.
1: Yeah, that's for it's for sure worse cool. than the first album. I do think the first album is better, but this one has definitely grown on me the more I've listened to I, it.
2: Honestly, like like he he throws in a cover of Band on the Run at the end, which is one of my favorite fucking songs ever, and it it just kills it for
1: me. I think I don't that's don't... the strongest thing on this album, though, is that cover. Honestly. Well, because I'd say. it's it's a well composed <laughs> song. Um, I am now less enamored with
0: secret tracks probably than I once was. I think when I was in high school, I was like, oh, cool, they did a thing And now I'm like, okay, I have to sit here in silence. Well, to wait for your fucking yeah, but wings this was covered.
1: honestly, this was only like 15 seconds of silence.
0: Yeah, I've seen much Which, worse.
1: Oh yeah, no, I have like albums that I love, and I have to like fast forward through twenty six minutes of silence. I know to get to a two minute extra song. Dude, what if my hands aren't free? <laughs> I don't have time for this.
0: I'm a busy guy. And I'm on a the cohesive go.
1: guy, so I just sit there in silence a lot of the times. <laughs>
0: I'm also OCD, that's what that is. If the listener is picturing the same thing I'm picturing and getting really creeped out by imagining Scott sitting at home (laughs) with just his, like, hands on his lap, just not moving, listening to an album... That's not... You're you're doing it right, listener. It is that creepy. Uh, My limited research of Owsley... It seems like on the first record, he was very influenced by the Beatles and by other um, pop from that period. And uh, it seems later on in his career, he started working with more country musicians and and Christian rock, it looked like, too. The effect, basically, to me, is that on the second record, it sounds
1: way more flat. Oh, yeah. There's less experimentation. It's more just...
0: It's the experimentation and it's the mixing of it. Yeah. It sounds flat. coolest thing about the...
2: Mixing for that first album, it was it was recorded on a like a really old eight track recorder. Maybe it was sixteen track, but one of the tracks wasn't working. Yeah. Over the course of several years, in like really random like living room locations with like horrible Acoustics. bootlegged and MacGyvered sound. It's one of the it's one of the best mixed albums I think I've ever heard. It sounds well, incredible. I, was
0: that the one though? They released it first and then it got picked up by a bigger record label and they had it they remixed it again. Was it Universal Group told him you have to re-record this whole thing and he's like no 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 I don't have to re-record it. Let me just bring it to these other people, other producers who can remix it, I think.
1: Uh but going back to MacGyver, they're rebooting it. Fun fact. I I think this album is more of a hit machine, but not in a good way. They're very radio-friendly and generic radio... I think pop
2: and radio-friendly was always his intention. Lyrically, subject-wise, this one is much more serious and deeper and more emotional, it seems to me. I just don't think he did it very well. First time I heard this album, that song, that's no way to treat a dude. Like that's like the worst line I've ever fucking heard. No, that
1: I was, that's really bad. Rock
0: and pop music is a confluence of the music and the lyrics, obviously. The thing is the line, that's no way to treat a dude. You could use those in a different way. It's just the, the confluence of those elements of melody and lyrics sucks on this album like he he plants his flag in that's no way to treat a dude with no sense of irony at all and it's repeated so many times that's like the culmination of the song that's where it peaks it
1: it kind of just bums me out it just puts you in a certain And it doesn't bum me out in a way of like oh he's singing about such deep stuff No, i know exactly what you mean it it's it transports you
0: to uh, the the bus that you had to ride in, in in middle school with the the redneck lady driving it She she doesn't know why she doesn't like John Kerry, but there's just something about him I don't like look at him. You look in his eyes, and I know I don't like him And this is the music that's playing on that bus This is the music that's playing when the dental hygienist is like yeah I'm a dental hygienist <laughs> is scraping at your gums, and she's trying to get you to talk But you're like hey, what are you doing? You're a thing in my mouth. What is this horrible horrible music?
2: I agree with all of your assessments. You mentioned bus several times, and you said I'm bored. Have you guys seen that bus?
1: Uh, No, Dwight, I have not seen the bus. You're just here recording
0: while you wait for the bus.
2: Are we recording?
0: Uh, Note to self,
1: get him to sign a release later. Yeah, this song is just, like, it's bad. Uh, it's, It's bad. How bad is it? I'm gonna. This is a segment I'm gonna call The Hard Way. Out here on the hard streets. It, it's real tough being a dude. That was the segment. <laughs> cut out the hard streets thing because I don't want that album.
0: If you want to take that again uh, it'll get funnier I think the longer you do it. I
1: don't
0: know. I can't believe we're actually only halfway through. I thought we were farther into this album by now. <laughs> Sorry we
2: have to listen to this. We don't. I was going to get s- on the bus and stop listening to this album.
0: <laughs> oh the bus is here. Dwight you have to make a decision now. Do you want to finish Album Club or do you want to get on the bus which has so far been your uh, objective.
2: You guys got another 40 cents? Cause they already took my bus fare, but I'll stick around.
1: Like me- me- mentally, I could give you my two cents. I have thirty-eight cents
0: mentally. Well, that'll so work. You're good.
1: I'll stick around. All right. Also, did we know this guy is super
2: dead? I was sad to find out that he was dead. Um, I guess I was always kind of hoping, holding out for another album. He wasn't that old, first of all. Like he was no. in his
0: fifties, I think. Um, it was a apparent suicide, whatever that means. Yeah, it looked like a suicide. Eh, close enough, ain't it?
2: Uh... That's got suicide written
0: all over it, it does. We're the bobbies. We're the Suicide Squad. We're Suicide Squad in theatres now. Blimey.
1: Really funny topic. Isn't it? I'm at home, I wonder if anything's playing. Nope. Hey, we're
0: playing. We're Suicide Squad, isn't it?
1: We're two bobbies.
2: I think you're only one now, the only guy committed suicide.
0: Blimey. A twist. (laughs) I think uh, the song Undone is okay on this album. Yeah. Uh, I'm back, I'm back. Uh, yeah. Fun fact, both Weezer and Owsley have a song called Undone. Okay, I have to go catch the bus. Uh, oh, the bus.
2: Hey, hang on, man.
1: This cycle of doing these albums, I didn't go back and look at the lyrics, because for some reason, that type of music, I just... I It doesn't matter to me, and I just...
0: Oh, That's just because it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah no, 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 especially no, no, no. with haunted just, 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 cities i was like you. i
1: really don't care
0: <laughs> well, the thing is though is that it d- doesn't matter though <laughs> but i think if we put it up on a screen maybe it would matter do you understand what i'm saying Oblad don't call uh, that back
2: <laughs> on a screen
0: yeah, yeah, yeah um contrary to what scott was saying i think that what dwight was saying if we took that the bus if we took the bus and we put the should we put the bus on a screen, or should we put a screen on the bus? Because, all right, if the bus had a screen on it, I we think could it would... put it
2: up on the screen. Yeah, 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 and
0: then you could put on it up on the screen. All I'm
1: saying is don't put me Does the down. the bus window have
0: a screen? Well, how do you define screen? I think is something that we should get into, because uh, what is a window but actually a screen?
2: Man... The more we say the word screen, the more I want a screen.
0: I think if you have a screened window, it's really redundant because I think it's a screen in front of a screen. Because I think of anything that is like rectangular paneling, I think that's a screen. It's also a window. My computer has a screen and it also has Windows 10 on it. That was Owsley uh, the hard way. Next up, we're going to be listening to Transplants. Haunted cities. I don't, know, I don't know
2: if I can stick around with this one, guys. The bus is almost here. So. I'll
0: put my hat down on the ground. We'll busk this podcast. How about that? We'll raise you another 40 cents.
1: We'll, we'll all bus it. We'll take the equipment on the bus and we'll record on the bus.
0: So there's also an audio mixing joke I can make here about busing to different channels.
1: It, would, it, it uh,
0: doesn't form very easily, this joke, and I think it wouldn't make sense to people who aren't looking at either a, a Logic or a Pro Tools, even a GarageBand. GarageBand might not even use that terminology. Well, just write, just email us and vote on whether GarageBand has bussing in it. Transplant haunted city.
1: <laughs> you know where there were buses? Ferris Bueller's, they Off.
0: The Money can buy me drugs, so that's cool. The best of the worst, skin and rob, one and only, fully loaded, right dirty. And I'm feeling kind of lonely. up a wet one, tore back, tip in the fist,
1: punch drunk with a pistol, so I'll probably miss any chance that I had to turn my house to a home. Time's up, game's over.
2: I'm
0: dying. <laughs> All right, we just finished owsley now we're moving on now this is transplants
1: haunted cities
0: haunted cities
1: so transplants it's a supergroup uh it's a supergroup comprised of travis barker of blink 182 tim armstrong of rancid and uh rob Aston, aka skinhead rob uh from his own wherever mind, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from his skin and his head. I really, uh, I really enjoyed the debut Transplants album. I, I, maybe in this group, I'm in the minority there, uh, but I do not like Haunted Cities, and I think critically, it did well. First one was just very chaotic and kind of a. It was very unexpected. This one feels playing it safe, more of a by the numbers hip-hop album to me on top of they bring in more guest artists and those artists kind of just run the entire songs uh and even within the main group members it's less even it's more of skinhead rob than tim armstrong and i really only care about the transplants because of tim armstrong
0: now i'm not a rap aficionado but this is rap (laughs)
2: there's there's rap hip-hop there's punk there's grunge there's alternative elements in all of it i just don't think they do most of that
0: i like how in the second song on the record here they have that uh that sound that your computer makes when uh when it's telling you you can't do something that (laughs) don't right at the beginning of it so the kind of punk and rap music that i like is the kind that is articulate you know that it uh they, u- they utilize the simplicity of melody or a lack of melody to highlight the message of the or the poetry of what they have to say. And as far as the poetry aspect, I find this album lacking. You know, I'm not sure what the intent is here, and I don't hear any words that are clever or that I want to hear again.
2: Any sense of character I also get from, from these guys is pretty, like, offensive and horrible, and not in, like, an ironic way. Just, like, people that I... Strongly oh, yes. dislike.
1: I mean, they're basically saying it's them, and this is their life, and they're right. Tough. I mean, it's a and very. I don't like them. It's very misogynistic. Oh,
2: song. absolutely, yeah, one hundred percent. And also, how many times can you like just blat- blatantly say, "I'm smoking marijuana and it's illegal"? Before I'm like, you know, get something more. Out
0: wait, of wait, 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 back up. It's illegal. Diamonds and Guns, one of their songs was very iconically used for um, both Garnier Fructis and Neutrogena commercials. I remember that that song from those commercials very well, because they played for a while, and I was very annoyed. Lay down me. Hey! A Blink-182 member side project that writes songs for Garnier Fructis commercials, what's not to like? Oh, everything. <laughs> everything about it. Everything about that what I just said is something to not like.
2: I took a note. Uh, is Tim
1: okay? He's he's slurring a lot. Okay, so. Okay, so. Are on, you good,
2: Tim? Later on, I took another. I took another note. Tim, wake up.
1: Tim, are you good? <laughs>
2: Tim, you're on.
1: All right, so. Sing out, Tim. It's his main quality is that his diction is atrocious. I mean, Rancid fans talk about it all the time. He just, it sounds like he's singing with marbles in his mouth most of the time. Tim, man,
0: I, don't I, fall asleep, dude. Listen. Tim, Tim, you just have to stay awake. I mean, it's gonna he, be okay. I can maybe get behind the idea
2: that it that it works for some, some mu- forms of music, and maybe for Rancid. I don't know Rancid very well, but it didn't help these songs at all. It hurt them a lot. For me. I was already upset with skinhead Rob, and then I just couldn't hear what the fuck he was saying. I thought he was, like, sleeping. Can someone
0: get Tim some water? He just needs to sit over here, okay? Away from the action, okay? Just gonna get him some water.
1: So, I mean, I don't I don't have that much. I mean, I can riff on this. but, But no. Don't. But I think Tim Armstrong's vocal quality is just one of those things to me that's so bad it's good like your appreciation of insane clown posse's miracles this record sounds like insane clown posse to me
0: listener if you have not watched insane clown posse's miracles do yourself a favor and go youtube just do a google on it
1: oh my god i am dripping sweat right now
0: yeah to give uh to give the listener a visual of Scott right now he is sitting over in the corner with his hands on his lap unmoving <laughs> but there's just sweat just coming down him and it is very creepy
1: um, what's the name of the song gangsters and thugs I believe who <laughs> fucking cares <laughs> well this this was the main single this was, yeah. this gangsters was the gangsters and thugs hit.
2: criminals and something else I mean they just they literally just list things and don't say anything about them
1: yeah no it's no I agree it's not a it's not it's not good so Every, what I like sure what they're trying to do
2: really honestly like I, but, no yeah, I, this
1: next song what I can't describe that's next right mm-hmm. Yeah it's my least favorite on the album because the main members of the band have hardly anything to do with this like I actually this, no
0: no no this is one of my favorite songs on the record It it it's not them this right. doesn't. That's you what I was, like. Yeah, a yeah, that's what's good about.
2: It. I, I learned. I learned something about hip hop albums through Wikipedia. So the term uh, "chopped and screwed," right? Is something that's applied to hip hop albums, which is like someone will just take the take the recorded material and fuck with it on a turntable. Right. right. Yeah. I guess that's sort of what I'm saying. Is like, is this designed more for that? Is this you know crafted and composed more for that style than for what we're listening to? Right? I you mean, know? that's
0: a good point. That's something that we. Should discuss probably about all these records is really what is the artist's intent? I mean, the idea of a sophomore slump is that they go awry. It's because they're trying something different. Our expectations are not in line with that. Were they intending for
1: it to be chopped and screwed? What I can't describe featuring the Booyah Tribe. You said money can't buy me love, and that's true. But money can buy me drugs, so that's cool. It, it's I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, Just, but it's you know, you know I don't. I feel like they're utilizing the that. number of guest artists guest artists, and how much the guest artists do in the song. Well, the
0: thing is, this isn't a proper band to begin with. It looked like like when they first started playing music together, it wasn't even the people who ended up touring in the band anyways. It was, it was all guest artists, punk guest artists primarily to begin with. It was just like, okay, yeah, we're on tour together. Let's just jam out sometime. And then finally they're like, yeah, let's record these songs. And that's when they brought in the dude from Blink-182 to drum for it. And, um, so I can understand why they would feel like this is just a rotating band, but if there's no one there to keep track of it, they're not going to have a cohesive sound. It's probably the
2: most interesting thing about this album is in that song, just, just cause of, it was almost a juxtaposition, the sound and the, and the lyrical topic. Because There's
0: people singing in the background, uh, singing like sort of
1: a solely R&B, like classic R&B sound. The R&B vocals, that's such a big part of that song. I'm not talking about the lyrics. I was talking
2: about the lyrics. Yeah, Rob's raps. Because it goes back and forth between him and the guest artist. And the guest artist had some... His lyrics were more in line with the sound, with the R&B sound. Whereas Rob's were more along the lines of the rest of the album where he's sort of just saying really depressing shit. And he also, I think, says a couple times in that song, like, something along the lines of, like, "I'm, I'm dying or I'm close to dead. Or something really super dark and depressing, which... Laid over that really upbeat, happy R and B sound is kind of interesting.
0: Rob's dying. Tim, are you good? <laughs>
2: Tim, you good, man? No, I don't mean to. I don't mean to. I don't mean to. I gotta get on that bus. <laughs> Doomsday, Doomsday, especially is a song where I I took this note right. I wrote out the rhythm of all of their, uh, pretty much all of their raps, especially Rob's. <laughs> um, it just sounds like this over and over and over again. And he's, and it's, oh, this is Tim. This is doing, Tim. Right? I, I mean, it's just, like, so dull. Like, he's, I can't, I don't get any emotion, anything from it. And I don't give a fuck what he's saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck them for having a rap called Doomsday 2, when MF Doom already has a rap <laughs> called Doomsday that's good. You know?
1: What was first? I
0: think yeah, it's right, time for Fact Checker's, down, right? Fact Checker's shift.
1: Uh, oh, is he about to come in?
0: Is he, is Fact Checker in yet? Or-
1: Fact time, fun fact
0: Oh, welcome back, fact checker Yeah, it's time for your shift right now um,
1: yes, so Perfectly turns, on time Turns out MF Doom's Doomsday song Was much earlier It was 1999 And this is 2005
2: Wait, this is 2005? But, Guys, I think I missed my bus
0: <laughs> Well, they didn't have buses back in 2005 That's the no. thing
2: That's why I missed it
0: Major advancements in technology. It gets confusing when you invent a uh, time machine, but I haven't yet, because no one's voted.
2: No, but I mean, in theory you have, because time travel.
0: Listen, I've seen Interstellar, so I understand that all time travel is bookcase. All right, well, all of us gotta get moving on this bus, is all I'm saying. Dwight, you know, you didn't have to finish this album club with us. I need the bus, though.
2: Like, I'm a paraplegic, so it's kind of hard to... You know,
0: move. How d- was it? An accident, or were you born that way?
2: It's
1: a little bit of both.
0: Hmm. I was born in an accident.
1: Oh yeah. So, well, I I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't listening to that because I was looking up you know a thing. Uh, you're giving me the move on. Walt, <laughs> well, her third brother. Seems like Dave Carlock. I think his name was. He was like a producer. And he came up with a lot of, like, the beats and stuff on the first album, like that Garnier-Furtis riff, I believe.
0: So he was chopping and screwing from the beginning before it even needed to be chopped and screwed. I
1: I don't know, but I feel like his influence might be less on this album. It seems like he was only credited, according to Wikipedia, for, like, songwriting a few of these tracks. Yeah, man. Tim, are you good? (laughs) Tim! Tim, are you good, dude?
0: Can somebody check to make sure Tim is still awake? He can't fall asleep.
1: Guys, I gotta submit his solo album, I guess, because that's all experience. (laughs) I like it a lot. There's a music video for every song, also. There was an accompanying DVD. Beyonce did that. There was an accompanying... Beyonce? Yeah, but this was before that. Beyonce? Uh the videos all look exactly the same in the same sketchy, weird black and white filming, which bores me. Uh, you know Queen Bay has a time machine. <laughs> of the Doctor
0: Who universe. Come with me on this journey, guys. Let's imagine Beyonce as the next Doctor on the Doctor Who show.
1: Oh, okay. All, all right, we imagined it. All the single... Bl- uh, all the Daleks. Daleks. All the single Daleks.
0: Yeah. Cybermen. Doctor Who, they got a lot of similar villains. It's mostly just robots. Yeah. The same trash can. Well, no, the Cybermen, the Cybermen are more like humanoid, and Daleks are just... Yeah, yeah they, they use those trash cans. I mean, <laughs> you know, they first created those, and then they saw dollar signs in their <laughs> eyes. They were like, not throwing these guys in the trash. They are trash exterminate <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know which is worse American guns or California because they're both really really I
1: think stinkers. madness is worse
2: madness but... is probably yeah my least favorite
1: madness I, I, is I, atrocious I took a note there's,
2: there's one there's one rap specifically in there in madness that's like everything I hate about people <laughs> balled up into like a stanza <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's so misogynistic. Like, it's terrible. I mean, this
2: this is a paragraph where he's describing the type of woman that he would allow to follow him around and suck his dick. Like, that's that's the paragraph. It's it's a little more explicit than that, but that's essentially the thesis
1: of that. What the fuck? It's yeah, it's really bad. Skinhead Rob Rob. I am
0: shocked that a a man named Skinhead. (laughs) <laughs> would have something offensive to say. Rob, Rob Aston, I if think. If that don't beat all. I mean, raise... You seem like such a nice, young-skinned man. Raise your
2: hand, though. Raise your hand for our listeners at home if, uh, if you know someone who would listen to this song and go, oh, yeah, man, I totally, like, feel that. Because, like, I
0: do. <laughs> but even, like, why would they want to listen to... If, even if you are, like, a bad dude... Even if you're a bad guy, do you want to sit here and listen to someone explaining? Like, do you want to sit here and listen to a skinhead jacking off? Like, if you're a bad guy.
2: That's what bad guys do, man. They listen to other skinheads jack uh, off.
0: Oh, yeah. This guy really likes the women with the big boobies. And, oh, me too. Uh, I, he, He's jacking off, and now I'm going to jack off. I'm cutting all that
2: you remember this also that they after this album came out they they did have like warped tour shows lined up and maybe they maybe they did some of them and then they didn't finish
1: they f- Finished all other tour dates, but then they broke up at the end. They knew it was like the end. I guess I
2: just wonder if if there are things that you know if that is the case. If they if right shortly after this album was released, if that if that's when they decided to stop doing things. If there's something we can infer from that from the content of this. Are you saying album.
0: that this band achieved self-awareness? That they reached no, 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 no,
2: sentience. No. The album itself achieved self-awareness. <laughs> I the, don't know. The, the compact
0: disc. I must stop this. I am alive <laughs> now, and I've seen horrors.
1: I I actually was at a Warp Tour show. Transplants were on this tour for, and I hadn't even heard this album yet. If I had, I might not have even been interested in seeing them play. Uh, but I I was there with my dad, <laughs> and we ended up leaving. But I I was like eight hours from seeing this performed live. Ding dong, time to wrap it up. Ding dong. I mean, I think there is a thing in... Oh, ding dong, this is Mr. Clockman, it's time to announce... No, no, no. ding dong, I'm Mr. Clockman now, time to wrap it up.
0: Alright, thank god that that is over. Transplants,
1: haunted cities. Yeah, yeah. I think Mr.
0: Clockman... Ding
1: dong, this is Mr. Clockman. The other Mr. Clockman was an imposter. Ding dong! Uh, don't don't believe him. You can ask me uh, ask
0: me something that only Mr. Clockman would know, and then uh, you could tell.
1: Ding dong! I have a ding dong. I got hostesses over here. Well, if we're all if we right, I'm, I'm I'm what are you guys. I'm a little bluffer. Why are you not a clockman?
0: <laughs> Big bluffer's my daddy. Does anybody want a Twinkie?
1: All right, so uh, Dig Dong, this is Mr. Clock Man, the real one. It's time to announce this week's theme. Ding next Dong, week's this theme. is the
0: real Mr. Clock Man. Time for next week's theme. Next week's
2: theme will be albums that are mostly instrumental.
1: This is- I think I have one thing I could possibly submit for this mostly instrumental thing, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Good, good input. The yeah.
2: idea that uh, that spawned that was I was thinking most most of the music that we submitted is albums that have lyrics, uh, poetry, words attached to it, things that are meant to be sung and played. As a, you know, that doesn't really that doesn't fully encompass the world of the full music, right? So right. it'd be cool if it'd be cool if we all just picked something
0: outside of that. Yeah, comfort zone. So we though. do tend to rely on 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 vocals to try and see what the artist's intent is. So whoa yeah something something time machine i'm a time traveler and i'm here to tell you about the albums for next week next week we're actually going to take a quick break from our regular rotation and do a a quick non-canonical halloween episode where we listen to some real spooky spooky boo-boo albums Uh, the misfits walk among us horror pops bring it on and aesop rock none shall pass And then soon after that, we will return to our regular rotation with the mostly instrumental theme when we listen to Crush, Kill, Destroy, Much Action, Walking Distance, Astor Piazzolla, Soul of the Tango, the music of Astor Piazzolla, played by Yo-Yo Ma, and Daryl Anger and Mike Marshall, the duo. As always, if you have any comments about the albums that we did this week, if you have any suggestions for future weeks, you can always contact us on our website, notbalancesebastianpod.wordpress.com, on our Twitter, at NotBSPod, our Facebook group, notbalancedsebastianpod, or our email, notbalancedsebastianpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We even have a Tumblr called dudeswritealbumreviews.tumblr.com. We don't even use that anymore, but you can. I don't know your life. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. Subscribe. Leave us a review. Leave us a muffin? I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna go time travel now. Time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodbye. 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 Yeah, let's get out of our comfort zone. Cool. Next week, we're gonna get out of our comfort zone. And by next week, I maybe mean um, next, month. next month's day. Next month day. Don't worry,
2: listeners. It'll probably come out a week after whenever... Hey, if, you, if you're if you listening to this now, you might be able to listen to it next Either. week, like right now as well.
1: It's kind of like Ferris Bueller's Day Off came off, and you can see it in the theater, but now like you can go to a store, and you can buy it, and you can watch it whenever you want. I'm just like, give Jimmy, like, Bueller.
2: Oh, the bus is here. Oh, shit. You got to get on the bus, Oh, okay. Guys. Well, guys,
0: we have to... We're going to... Let's get on the bus with Dwight, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I'm down. Um, Ferris Bueller guy, you coming too?
1: Yeah, I don't. Know. Do they have the TVs on the bus? Can I watch? That's a
0: good question. We can ask the bus driver if he has a screen. Mr. Clockman, you coming? Uh yep. Yeah. Damn, Mr. Clockman, I'm coming on the bus too. Hey, I'm gonna come too. I got the Hostess. Hey, hey, are you the bus driver? Do you have a screen?
1: No, he does not have a screen.
0: A little I'm a bluffer. I
2: have a screen. <laughs> I telegraphed that. I don't have a screen. I'm a bluffer.
1: Guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't. I don't need to take the bus. You don't know how to get on the bus. For that.
0: Are the bluffers here? I fucking hate
1: those guys. I mm, mean, oh. the bluffers are assholes. Oh, oh, <laughs> hey. Better run away. It's the fat uh, bros. We gotta get away from these okay, fat bros. Okay, away from the fat uh, I, I hate Excuse you fat me.
0: Excuse me.
2: You and your bluffing ways must end. Better watch out. Chili dog's coming
0: after y'all. This needs oh to God. end <laughs> now. <laughs> now. <laughs> this has to stop. <laughs>